Hello and welcome to this episode of CFA Institute's Take 15. I'm Steve Horan, Head of Professional Education Content, and I'm joined here today by Vahan Janjigan, CFA. Vahan is editor of uh, two award-winning news investment newsletters, Forbes Growth Investor and the Special Situation Survey. He's also Chief Investment Strategist at Forbes. He is also co-author of the CFA Institute Forbes Stock Market course and the recent book, even Buffett isn't perfect. Fahan, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Steve. In this book, you argue that uh, Buffett's view on providing uh, earnings guidance or opposing the providing of earnings guidance is, well, misguided. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is that? Buffett wants to eliminate earnings guidance, and I actually think that that's a, <clears throat> that's a wrong-headed strategy. Um, now, Buffett rightly believes that uh, it's better to run corporations with the long term in mind rather than the short term. And he thinks that managers and many investors focus too much on the short term. So he would like to uh, increase the focus on the long term. However, where I think he's misguided is the idea that if we eliminate earnings guidance, people will now focus on the long term. The fact of the matter is that people focus on quarterly earnings not because corporations provide guidance, but because the SEC says that corporations must report quarterly. Now, if you go back many years, corporations used to report on an annual basis only. That was the SEC requirement. But many corporations started offering uh, quarterly results before it was a regulatory requirement simply because their shareholders wanted the information. And the same thing goes here. The reason they provide guidance is because the shareholders want the information. And the fact of the matter is that the guidance comes from the management, so it's coming straight from the horse's mouth. So investors have more confidence in the, in, in the information that management is giving them rather than uh, the earnings estimates that a bunch of Wall Street analysts might produce. Well, if uh, companies aren't providing guidance, um, wouldn't you expect there to be more volatility around earnings announcements, or would there be less volatility around earnings announcements? Well, there have been studies that have looked at this, and and the fact of the matter is that that you you would expect, logically, that if there is no earnings guidance, then the disparity between the consensus earnings estimate and the actual earnings would be larger. If there was guidance, then that disparity should be smaller. And uh, these studies show that that indeed happens. The disparity is bigger and you have more volatility because um, the analysts can't guess as well as the management can guess what those earnings are. So when you eliminate uh, earnings guidance, when corporations stop providing earnings guidance, the studies show that you have a bigger disparity between actual earnings and the estimated earnings. What kind of companies is, uh, are the ones that decide to stop providing earnings guidance? Well, people who advocate the elimination of earnings guidance say that eliminating guidance is good for investors because managements would now focus more on the long term. They would do things that would increase shareholder wealth over the long term rather than the short term. But the evidence shows that the companies that eliminate earnings guidance are the ones that are in trouble. They're not eliminating guidance because they think this is a good thing for their investors. They're eliminating guidance because business conditions are really bad and they simply don't want to give out more bad news. And they've decided that it's better to keep quiet than to give out bad news. Furthermore, the studies show that <coughs> um, contrary to what many, uh, many of the experts are saying, when a corporation eliminates earnings guidance, uh, it does not take steps to increase shareholder value over the long term. For example, there's no evidence that they increase capital expenditures. There's no evidence that they increase investments and in research and development. Um, they simply stop providing the guidance. And interestingly, when business conditions start improving, many of these companies start providing guidance again. 
So um, do you think that there could be an improvement in the system that if um, rather than providing a point estimate on the guidance, if companies were providing ranges, um, would that be better than uh, providing the point estimates? Yeah, I would, I would certainly favor that. I mean, you have to remember that when a, co when a company provides guidance, it's making a guess about the future. It might be a very educated guess because these are the people who are actually running the company, but it's simply a guess. So anytime you see a point estimate, you have to recognize that there might be uh, some plus or minus error in there, and smart investors know this. And very few corporations actually provide a point estimate. Most corporations provide a range because they know that there's some uncertainty here. So instead of saying, you know, we expect to earn $2.05 next quarter, they might say we expect earnings to be somewhere between $2 and $2.10. Um, however, if you provide a range and you don't fall into that range, you might see uh, quite a bit of volatility. So I'm thinking about how information ends up flowing to different investors um, in an environment where companies are providing guidance. And I'm thinking about Regulation FD and whether or not you know, the practice of providing earnings guidance makes something like Reg FD more or less important. Oh, I think uh, Reg FD is very important. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of uh, too much regulation, but I think that's an example of a piece of regulation that made a lot of sense. Uh, the reason we have uh, Reg FD or Regulation Fair Disclosure is because um, the SEC noticed that when corporations were uh, having these analyst conference calls, there was a lot of volatility in the stock price. And ordinary investors started complaining that, you know, this isn't fair. We can't listen to the calls. We don't know what the management is saying. We don't find out about what happened until a day or two later. So the SEC said, you know, this isn't right. Everybody should have access to the information at the same time. And of course, during these conference calls, one of the most important things they discuss is the outlook. You know, anybody who invest, invests in stocks knows that, you know, if the corporation made a lot of money last quarter, that's, that's nice, that's interesting, but it's completely irrelevant. What's really important is, you know, what are they likely to do in the future? And management often talks about the outlook during these conference calls, and in the past, investors didn't have access to this. Now, because of Reg FD, anybody can listen into the conference call. You don't even have to be a shareholder. And indeed, if they're going to talk about guidance in the conference call, it's very important that everybody have access to that information. Yeah, well, technology has completely changed how we disseminate that information. So that becomes a, a lot more opportunities to uh, disseminate it more fairly. Yeah, absolutely. In the past, you had to be uh, invited to uh, listen in. Uh, these days, uh, most corporations will uh, broadcast their conference call over the Internet. Anybody can log in and listen. You might have to register, but you can listen to it. You can call in. You can listen to it. The corporation, of course, does control who gets to ask questions, but, but that's okay. Many corporations don't take questions anyway. Vahan, thanks for sharing your thoughts on earnings guidance. Much appreciated. Thank you, Steve. And thank you for joining us. To browse our library of other multimedia products, visit us on the web at cfawebcasts.org. Copyright 2010, CFA Institute. No part may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic, mechanical, recording, or otherwise, without the express prior written permission of CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.